What's up, YouTube family? Welcome to the Link Up Church online experience. We're so glad you've chosen to tune in. Before we jump into today's video, we wanna remind you that this channel isn't just for adults. We have content for babies in the Little Linkland section, kids in the Linked Up Kids section, and relevant services for your teenagers from the plug. So grab the whole family because we're about to get started. Be sure to subscribe to this channel so you never miss a video from us. And don't forget to share this video with someone who needs to hear an encouraging message. Let's jump in. Our message today, the title is, Are You Listening? Are you listening? And there's a definition that they're going to share with you, and it comes from Paul Truer from the University of Minnesota in Duluth. It says, hearing is simply the act of perceiving sound by the ear. If you are not hearing impaired, hearing simply happens. Listening, however, is something you consciously choose to do. Listening requires concentration so that your brain processes meaning from words and sentences. Listening leads to learning. Listening leads to learning. Hearing and listening are not the same. And let's walk through some of the scriptures as I prove out this point. Our foundational text comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 23 through 24 in the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. And it reads, If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, Be careful. He said to them, Be careful. And what does he want them to be careful of? Be careful of what you are hearing. The measure and thought of study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that come back to you. And more beside will be given to you who hear. So as Jesus is teaching this parable, he says, "Be if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening, let him perceive and comprehend. The fact that he said, let him be listening, let him perceive, and let him comprehend means that he wasn't talking about our five senses, one of them being sound, being able to hear. When you listen, you must perceive, and you also must comprehend. You have to take careful note of what you are hearing. You have to process it make sentences, and then comprehend it. Otherwise, you have just heard a sound. And hearing sounds does not impact your life unless you do something with those sounds that you have perceived and comprehended. Are you listening? Let's have a look at Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 and the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. And this is Jesus as he is beginning to teach. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the lake, and a very great crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a ship in order to sit in it on the sea. It was so many people, 
he had to elevate himself. And the whole crowd was at the lakeside on the shore. And he taught them many things in parables. That's illustrations or comparisons put beside truths to explain them. And in his teaching, he said to them, give attention to this. Behold, a sower went out to sow. So as he's beginning to teach this parable, he says, give attention to this. He wasn't merely saying, hear my words. He was saying, pay attention, perceive and comprehend. The word is a seed. All of the people, they heard what Jesus was teaching. They heard the sound of his voice. Um, being an educator at the collegiate and secondary level, a lot of times you give instructions to your students and three minutes later they'll say, what did you say? What did you tell us to do? So what does that mean? They heard me, but they were not listening. Had they been listening, then they would have known that there were some instructions to follow. But just by the virtue fact that they did not give attention, then they missed the next step of what they needed to do. But Jesus tells them in verse 3, he says, give attention. What he means is don't just hear me, but listen. He wanted them to give careful consideration to that word careful consideration to the word and the word is a seed so that means that that seed is deposited in something it is deposited in soil it is deposited in ground so that any seed that's deposited we hope to get a harvest from it but you have to ask yourself if you're not getting a harvest was there something wrong with the seed or was there something wrong with the soil if you don't get a harvest, there's nothing wrong with the seed of the word of God. We have to check the condition of our soil. So let's have a look at Mark as we continue in this chapter, chapter 4, verses 3 through 8 in the Amplified Classic Version. And we'll start with verse 4. And as he was sowing, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. So he's sowing the word, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed of the same kind fell on ground full of rocks where it had not much soil. And once it sprang up, because it had no depth of soil, it went away. And when the sun came, it was scorched. And because it had not taken root, it withered away. Other seed of the same kind fell among thorn plants, and the thistles grew and pressed together and utterly choked and suffocated it, and it yielded no grain. Praise God. And other seed of the same kind, I want you to think about it. The sower is sowing the word along the path. You had the birds who came to eat it up. Some fell on rocks, didn't have much soil. There was no death. And then you had the other kind that fell among thorny 
plants, and the thistles grew up and choked it out. None of these seeds were able to bring forth the harvest because it was the condition of the soil. And, verse 8, and other seed of the same kind fell into good, well-adapted soil and brought forth again, growing up and increasing and yielding up to 30 times as much and 60 times as much and even a hundred times as much as had been sown. And three of the four illustrations, the seed could bear no fruit because of the condition of the soil, the ground in which it was sown in, the condition of the heart. Notice the word doesn't tell us that there was anything wrong with the seed. It says that there was something wrong with the conditions in which it was sown. The word was lost. It didn't bear fruit. It was taken away by the devil. Offenses of cares of life. You can't build your spiritual understanding on what you have seen and heard. You're only going to bear fruit when you listen and apply the meaning of the word. You can't hear the word with your natural ears. You, you can't hear it and do nothing about it. If you hear the word and do nothing with it, then it's going to be sown on one of those kinds of soil that is not going to yield much fruit. Are you listening? Are you listening? And I just want you all to think about that for a moment. Jesus had already told them to pay attention. When he started teaching, he said, pay attention to this. That means that I want you to do something afterwards with this word. And I like um, the media team. Please bring up Mark chapter 4, I believe, verse 35. Let's have a look. Because as Jesus is teaching this parable, he's telling them, pay attention. Because there are some things that I want you to do. But in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, now remember, in the beginning of this, he's saying, he who has ears, let him hear. Let him be listening and let him pay attention. And as he's continuing with this teaching, on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. He said, let us cross over to the other side. And if you continue reading in that passage, Jesus went down to the stern of the ship and he took a nap. And the winds began to toss the ship to and fro. But these same disciples that he said, let's go to the other side. He had already given them instruction. And they woke up and said, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? I'd like you to consider that they heard him but they weren't listening because he said to them before the storm came, let us go to the other side. So he wanted them to comprehend and to perceive that word that come hell or high water. If I said we're going to the other side, we are going to the other side. But when the storm came, what they began to do is to get nervous and to get worried and say, Master, don't you care that we are perishing? They woke up Jesus. He was sound asleep in the storm. And they said, don't you care about us that we are perishing? Jesus got up. 
out of the boat and spoke to the storm and said, peace be still. But how many of us at the beginning of this year, God has given us a word. We heard it, but we didn't pay attention. How many of us, God has said, start that business, but then the storm came and we began to get tossed to and fro. How many of us in our marriage, God said that it was going to be restored, but things got a little rocky and we forgot about what we were supposed to give attention to. Are you listening? If he said you're going to the other side, you're going to the other side. It doesn't matter that we're in the middle of a pandemic. The word of God shall stand. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will stand. You don't have to say, Master, don't you care? about us you don't have to ask God has already proven his love for us he's already proven it so you have to ask yourself have I been listening you can't get caught up on the TV you can't get caught up with what your neighbors are saying or what their situation is it is more critical than ever that we are listening in this season, we need to listen. We need to hear from God. It's wonderful that we have pastors that are full of the word. But my grandmother would tell me, you better know the Lord for yourself. And if you've been living on somebody else's faith, it's time for you to know the Lord for yourself. It's time for us to seek God for ourselves to find out what he is saying for our particular situation. We have to hear him for us because what's going on in my household isn't what's going on in your household. We all bring different experiences and backgrounds and God knows how to tailor make anything for us. If he gave each of us fingerprints that are different. I have an identical twin sister, but our fingerprints are different. Now, if God put that much attention into designing our bodies and our fingertips, why hasn't he put that much attention into the plans that he has for our lives? Remember, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I know the thoughts that I have for you. Plans of peace to give you a hope and a future and an expected end. But you have to listen. You can't just hear what I'm saying. You have to listen. That means that you have to comprehend and pay attention to the word that I have given you so that when the storms come, you have the ability to stand. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Are you listening? Are you listening? You listen with your heart. Proverbs chapter 2 Verse 2 in the Passion Translation reads, Glory to God. So train your heart to listen when I speak. Open your spirit wide to expand your discernment. Then pass it on to your sons and daughters. He said, train your heart to listen when I speak. Your heart is your spirit, man. He's not talking about your natural ear. He says, when I'm saying something to you, you got to train your heart to receive it. Train your heart to receive it, and then what do you have to do? At the same time, he said, keep your heart open, ready to receive. 
Keep it wide open. Some of us go to God with a closed spirit because we've listened to every, we have heard everything from so many sources and we're giving God the least attention. We're listening to him the least. And we're like, God, why don't you say something? And he said, open your spirit wide to receive it. Open your spirit wide to receive it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. In the Amplified Classic Version. It says, my son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Listening requires action. Said, my son, catch this. He said, attend to my words. He didn't say the TV. He didn't say Facebook. He didn't say Instagram. He said, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. He's already given us a blueprint for success. I want us to look at that word. Attend to. What is he saying? Says my son, but daughter says, well, attend. Pay attention to my words. Consent. What does the word consent mean? What does the word consent mean? Agree to it. So he's saying, pay attention to what I'm saying, then get in agreement with it. See, when you have illness in your body, he's saying, give attention to my words. Then get in agreement with, by his stripes, I am healed. When I have lack, give attention to his word. My God shall supply all of my needs and get in agreement with it. And then he says, submit to my saying. Give attention to, get an agreement with, and then act on my word. Are you listening? See, too often we're giving attention to other things. And God doesn't want us to operate that way. He's saying, I need you to give your attention to my sayings. I need you to get an agreement with what I said. See, we began to hear everything on the news and what people are saying about the pandemic and it's going to get worse before it gets better, God is control. It's in control. That's what we have to remember. God is in control. And I'm not saying that we don't have to use wisdom, but are we giving too much hearing time rather than listening time to the word of God? How are we continuing to build up our spirit, man, by paying attention to getting in agreement with the word of God and doing what the word of God says? That's our plan for success. God, he loves us. God, he loves us so very much. And he never wants us to be caught off guard. And if there's something that came and knocked the wind out of you, and this is not judgment, but you have to ask yourself, was I listening? Was I listening? 
So uh, I, I have a, a connect group uh, that meets on Wednesdays uh, during that season. Yay for connect groups and doing life together. They are awesome. If you are not in one, you need to get in one in the next year. But on Wednesdays, usually all my business, I tell them it gets in the streets because I'm very transparent about some of the things that I've been through. But God, he loves us so much. And I remember a couple of decades ago, my sister and I, we were living in an apartment together and we were going to buy a house together. And in that season, I was hit by a Mack truck. No fault of my own. Somebody not paying attention, I was hit by a Mack truck. And we began to wonder, did I really hear from God but it was so ingrained in me and I remember my sister and I we got together and we prayed I said listen it's time for us to go I said listen it's time for us to go now either you can come with me or not but we got to get out of here and God worked everything out and it was smooth but I have to ask you all Again, when you are listening to God and he gives you that word, what do you do with it when the storms of life come? So you got to continue listening and listening and listening and comprehending and perceiving and keeping your spirit open so that you can give attention to the things of God. Amen? Let's have a look at 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 13. Then he said, go out and stand in the mountain before the Lord, and behold, and the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. A still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? See, Elijah, he was out of place. But my point is, don't listen for the dramatic it's a, it was a still, small voice. Sometimes we put God in a box. God, if you didn't say it this way, if you didn't bring it this way, then it must not have been you. Keep your spirit open. Are you listening? It may not be in the earthquake. It may not be in the fire. It may be that still, small voice. But God is speaking. Are you listening? I'm going to tell her myself again, I suffered a knee injury when I was in a head-on collision in 2018. And I thought I got better. I was, work, I was doing well. But this year, the pain began to increase. And I remember going before the Lord, and I'm confessing, standing in faith, and doing all of that. And the orthopedist said, you have a torn meniscus, you knew you had it, and he said you had to have surgery. I had put God in a box that when I got that news, I walked out of the doctor's office. And I know some of you are saying, oh, it's just minor, it's nothing. 
But I did not expect God to give me the answer that way, so I walked out of the doctor's office. And I remember having a conversation with Pastor Gregory, and he was like, okay, so what's going on? And he was sharing his personal testimony with me. He said, I said, well, the doctor said I needed to have surgery, and I just left. I said, I, was, I wasn't intending to have any kind of surgery. I was just going to go on home and meet Jesus. And you know what Pastor Gregory said? Girl, go on and have that surgery. You don't already heard from God through the doctor. But I'm saying, are you listening? I put God in a box because I wanted him to give me the answer the way I was ready to receive it. And in this season, get God out of a box. Are you listening? It could be the voice of a child. It could be a book that you read, but always keep your spirit open, waiting to hear from God because he loves you. And you have to be willing to allow God to color outside of the lines of your expectation. Are you listening? In this season, we have to perceive and comprehend what the Spirit of the Lord is saying for ourselves. Amen? Let's look at Psalm 40, stanzas 1 through 2 in the New King James version I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry he brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps one of the arts of listening is to stop talking how many times are we just going into what we call our prayer time and we're, Lord, give me this, work out this, do this, do that. How many times are we going in to listen just to wait patiently on the Lord to hear what he has to say? Because some of us, we're in a pit in our lives and we're going through some things, but we have to be patient patiently wait on the Lord and climb our ears to listen and perceive and comprehend what he is saying. Amen? Amen? Perceiving is the art of listening. Perceiving is an art of listening. That's part of it. When you hear those words, you have to perceive what is being said. You have to comprehend it. You have to comprehend it. Let's have a look at 1 Samuel chapter 3, and it's verses 1 through 10. You can make a note of it. I'm not going to read all of it, but I just want to share with you. Many of you have heard the story of the young prophet Samuel before he was called. He went to Eli. Hey, did you call me? No, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Hey, did you call me? No, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Hey, did you call me? No, go back to bed. And this is what Eli did. It said that he perceived that it was the Lord. And after he perceived, that means that he had to hear what Samuel was saying, comprehend, perceive it, make sense of it, and then give him direction. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. 
God, I think you said this, but let me meditate it on a little bit. Let me continue to stay in your presence and find out exactly what you are saying. And after Samuel got that word from Eli, the Lord came again, and Samuel was able to say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. When he says that I hear, what he's saying is I'm ready to pay attention. Now that I know that it is you who is talking to me, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to perceive what you are saying. Amen? And that's the thing that we have to do. We have to get with Holy Spirit so that we can hear exactly what the Word of God is saying to us. We have to listen to it. We have to perceive it. <coughs> Excuse me for that. I really do apologize. Now, I want you to think about this. Samuel needed the prophet to tell him pay attention so that you can comprehend what God is saying we don't need a prophet we don't need a man to stand in the gap we have the inward witness of the Holy Spirit so we have to make sure that we're tapping into Holy Spirit God I'm trying to hear you I want to I want to do more than hear I want to listen I want to perceive I want to comprehend exactly what you are saying Let's look at Job chapter 33, verses 14 through 16. And the New King James Version says, For my God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. That's listening again. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when the deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. What is this saying to us? God has all kinds of ways to speak to us. The verse says God may speak in one way or another. We have to tap into Holy Spirit so that we can listen to how he is speaking to us. And he said, if I keep speaking to you and you still don't get it, when you go to sleep at night, I'm going to give you dreams. And let me tell you something. God still speaks to us in dreams, but guess what? It takes Holy Spirit to give you the interpretation, the revelation of that thing. Are you listening? But oftentimes, yeah, I had a dream. And we start telling somebody else about it. Don't let somebody else be your go-to person. Go to the Holy Spirit who knows all things and who gives us the truth. There's nothing wrong with going to people, but can we be God seekers and God chasers before we go after man? Are you listening? Because God knows he's the one who gave you the dream. If he gave it to you, nobody can explain it better than he can. Learn how to listen. Just be open to hear. Be open to hear. That means listen to perceive what God is saying. During this time, we are going to need to hear from God. And we're gearing up for this 21 days of prayer and fasting. But I'm encouraging everybody. I'm admonishing you. I'm like Paul. I beseech you, brethren and sistering. Don't let this be another thing. 
Be purposeful that you're going to incline your ear and wait patiently because you want to listen, comprehend. You need a word from God for your situation. So that means that you have to put yourself in a position to hear. And the Holy Spirit will help you figure it out. Let's have a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10 in the New King James. Praise God. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. It says it has not been revealed everything God wants us to know, but what has he given us? Holy Spirit as our helper. He helps us to listen. The Holy Spirit helps us to listen to what the word of God is saying because he will peel back the layers. He will give us the instructions that we need to follow. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 through 11 in the Passion Translation. I want you to really listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. Hallelujah. But now, God unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. Did you hear that? Were you listening? It said Holy Spirit constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by the Spirit, the Spirit of God. The thoughts of God, the secrets of God, are only fully understood by his spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us to listen. That means that the Holy Spirit is helping us to perceive, to comprehend what the word of God is trying to get across to us. Are you listening? Are you listening? As you purpose in your life to think about what God is doing, what is he up to in this season, there's no person better to help you figure out the plan that God has for your life except the Holy Spirit. Are you listening? Are you willing to get in your closet and shut the noise? Are you willing to set aside dedicated time so that you can listen to God? Go in with your device if you need to type some things out. Me, I like to journal. Write it down. Let's be purposeful and intentional in listening to God for this season in our lives because there is nobody who's going to be able to help us to understand how we need to walk out God's plan. He set up the plan for us before the foundation 
of the earth, and it behooves each and every one of us to get in lockstep with the Holy Spirit so that we're not over here to the left, we're not over here to the right, but we are dead center in the will of God, and that takes listening. Are you listening? Are you willing to hear what God is saying to you in this season, even if it doesn't feel good? You know, it's time out for us long ago. It's going to be great in 2008. It's going to be fine in 2009. In 2010, he's going to do it again. 2011, it's going to be like heaven. God may be telling you, you're going to go through some things, but I am on the boat with you. I already told you we're going to the other side. You are going to the other side. That does not mean you won't have a storm in your life, but I'm on the boat with you. If God is not going to let me perish, how am I going to let you perish? We're going to the other side. Are you listening? Are you listening? As believers, we got to get out of, I only want to hear the good stuff from God. Because let me tell you, Jesus, he was in that garden of Gethsemane. And he said, God, please don't let me have to go through this. I'm paraphrasing. He said, isn't there another way? But he came back to nevertheless, if it be your will. He said, remove the cup, but if it be your will. So God, it's more important for me to be in lockstep with your will than for everything I go through to feel good. As believers, we are going to go through something. If Jesus went through something, why not us? How do we get to escape the going through? But remember, we don't pitch a tent in the going through. We go through. Are you listening? Are you listening? God loves you. God loves you. And no matter what comes, no matter what you have to deal with, God loves you. That accident in 2018, it took multiple surgeries. It took countless months of physical therapy. But just because my healing didn't come like that, did not mean that God didn't love me. It did not mean that God changed his plan about me. Are you listening? This pandemic, it's been hard for a lot of us, but that doesn't change the way God feels about us. But you got to hear that by virtue of the Holy Ghost, that you are not forgotten, that God cares about you, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him would not perish but have everlasting life. God loves you. Those of you who are watching online, God loves you. You may be dealing with some things and you think that God has forgotten about you, but are you listening? Tap into Holy Spirit so that you can perceive and comprehend what God is saying because he's already told us what to do. My son, my daughters, attend to my word, consent to them, and then submit give attention to, get in agreement with, and then act on my word. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Hallelujah. 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 And if you are in this room, 
and you've been having difficulties in hearing God or maybe you think that God isn't speaking it may be because you're out of step with God if you're online it may be because you're out of step with God so you can't hear from Holy Spirit unless you have Holy Spirit so that means that you have to submit to the word and you have to be born again you have to accept Jesus as your Savior if you've been hanging out there you've gotten out of fellowship you've been doing everything you want to do listen God's not mad at you You've been hearing the wrong voice. If you would listen really carefully, there have been angels on assignment reminding you that God loves you. Through any difficulty, God loves you, and he has not forgotten about you. But you have to make a decision to listen to the Holy Spirit. You have to make a decision to listen to the word and to act on it. If you're in this room and you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, if you're in the room and you haven't accepted Jesus, you don't have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. If you haven't made a decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm asking you right now to lift your hand. I'm asking you right now to lift your hand. If you're online, that same invitation is for you. If you have not accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, make a decision today that you want to have relationship. You, ha you want to have relationship. So there's a number that you can text. And you can text, get connected to 940 Nine zero, and that will be taken care of today or maybe you started off your walk with the Lord and maybe the pandemic got you down or the cares of life came and they choked out the word any of those things and you found yourself being out of fellowship with God everything about God spending time with him getting in his word you no longer wanted to do that anymore if that's you I'm asking you to raise your hand so that you can rededicate yourself. If you're online, I'm asking you to go ahead and text 94090 so that you can receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You can rededicate yourself to him in the name of Jesus. I'm asking everybody in the room, if you would, go ahead and stand and keep praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. If we're all family in the room, I'm still believing that there are people online. And right now, you may be struggling with a decision. You might be hearing some things that says that you've gone too far, you've strayed too far. But let me tell you something. You can never get too far where the blood of Jesus cannot pull you back in. That's why Jesus died on the cross. So if you need to make a decision today, I'm asking you to text 94090. And I am believing that there are people online, although there'll be no people in the room, that there are people online who are making a decision right now. So I'm asking you to stand wherever you are, in your home, your bedroom. It's a little too cold for outside, but I want you to place your hand over your heart. And I'd like you to pray this prayer with me by repeating these words. Dear Heavenly Father, 
I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died and rose again. And he is alive right now. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I have confessed with my mouth and believed in my heart, I am right now born again and all my sins are forgiven in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for watching our online service. We certainly don't take that for granted. And if you enjoyed today's message and you want to get connected with us, we encourage you to become a part of our online community. That's right. And you can do that by subscribing to our YouTube channel, sharing this video with a friend and following us on social media. Don't forget to meet us right here on this channel every Sunday for our services. If you desire to help us reach more people just like yourself and advance the kingdom of God, then click the Give button now. This will allow us to connect more people to God, their families, their purpose, and their communities. Thank you again for watching our service on today, and we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.